by Annie Warrior Podcast, Episode 18, The Importance of Service. All right, guys, and welcome to episode 18 of the Bionic Warrior podcast. Once again, I am your host, Guru Mike Panna, chief instructor and founder of the Bionic Warrior Martial Arts Academy, located right here in the sunny Dallas, Texas area. Um, in this episode, it's going to be a solo episode. I really want to just talk today about service and why, what I believe service is and why I think it's so important. Uh, so recently, I had a session uh, with some of my students, um, and uh, toward the end of the session, uh, you know, I want to kind of debrief them and kind of just kind of ease things out uh, to close off the session. Session. And for some reason, I just kept coming back to this topic of service. Uh, now, what is service? So, um, as I see it, uh, service is essentially servant leadership. All right. So, essentially, it is uh, being able to be a leader in your community, in your home, um, in your workplace, in your school, whatsoever. Uh, but you're actually behaving not just as a leader, but you're being a leader who serves. It's a leader who serves for the greater good, for those that they work with, uh, for those that are under them, perhaps, maybe they are students of theirs. Um, and it's this topic of service that I really want to get to today in this podcast episode. Um, you know, I've been reading a lot of things in the news. I've actually been seeing a lot of things even here um, in my town with various organizations, uh, you know, in the news regarding uh, this lack of this sense of servant leadership. Um, there's many people out there who choose to be in positions of leadership, uh, but many times, you know, people get into leadership, I personally feel, for the wrong reasons. Um, now, the truth is all of us, and I tell this to my students all the time, all of us are leaders, and that's the truth. So if you are a parent, if you're a teacher, if you are working in law enforcement, if you are a, uh, a friend, an older brother, an older sister, whatever, uh, we're all called to a sense of leadership. However, there's a lot of people, again, who go into leadership positions simply for the sake of several things. One, it's probably fame and attention. Okay, so a lot of people want to be the person in the limelight. They want to be the person uh, that everyone gets to see. And a lot of these individuals get into the sense of leadership because they feel the attention. They desire this attention. They want this attention uh, for whatever reason. Maybe it's insecurity. Maybe, uh, you know, they, they just seek validation who they are and what they want to be. Um, and other people get into leadership uh, simply for power. All right. They swing power around. Uh, all they want to do is be able to impact uh, their environment, uh, but not always in a positive way. A lot of people try to abuse that power. A lot of people get lost in their sense of power. Um, and so today's episode, again, I want to talk about why I believe that service, this servant's heart is so important when it comes to leadership and what we can do uh, to better become better servant leaders in our homes, in our communities. Um, now, as a martial arts instructor, I feel that it's important to see yourself from a servant leadership perspective. Okay. Uh, yes, I am a leader. I recognize that. I've been fortunate to train with amazing leaders um, in the last decade or so, um, and amazing leaders um, in different fields as well, in education, in athletics, uh, and things of that sort. Uh, but as I get older, and as I, as many of you know, I am a husband and a father, I'm realizing that this sense of servant leadership has to translate to a bunch of other things in my life. In fact, it has to translate, if I, I would say, to everything in my life. Um, I remember uh, several years ago, back in 2011, when I first met uh, one of my all-time heroes, Pamana Tuhan Chris Sayok, the late Pamana Tuhan Chris Sayok, um, who is the head of the Sayokali system. He actually passed away, I believe, last year. Um, and, you know, at that time when I first met him, Pamana Tuhan actually sat next to me. 
and I remember what he told me. He told me, you know, Mike, you got to aim to be a leader in everything that you do. And this might not make sense to you now because at the time I was around 25 years old. He goes, this might not make sense to you right now. You're young. But the older you get, you're going to go through a lot of things that are going to teach you to be a leader, what it means to be a leader. And it really stuck with me. His words always resonated with me, of course, as well as it has for his thousands upon thousands upon students in the last several years or so. But, you know, for me, I didn't understand what it truly meant until... I got to this point where I am a husband and a father and a business owner and a teacher and a martial artist. You know, I'm, I'm all these different things now. And his words definitely rang true. Um, and the truth is, um, you know, I, when I was hearing these words, his words in my head, um, I actually also remember something I saw recently on TV. Uh, my wife is a huge fan of this show on NBC. Maybe you've seen it. It's called This Is Us. Um, and if you haven't seen the show, I recommend you watch it. Um, it's, it's known to be a very dramatic and emotional show for many people. Uh, but for me, as a husband and a father, it's a great learning tool. Uh, there's a character in the show uh, by the name of Jack Pearson, uh, played by Milo Ventimiglia. I hope I pronounced his last name right. Uh, but um, in the show, uh, he plays this guy named Jack Pearson who is this guy who's completely selfless okay he lives to simply lead and serve his wife and his three children and it's a really refreshing take on husband uh, on husbands and uh, fatherhood uh, being that you know I grew up in the 90s where you know all the examples of fathers on TV were guys like Homer Simpson and basically goofballs who were drunk and who couldn't do anything to save their life so um, you know the idea is that uh, Jack Pearson is a real breath of fresh air so if you guys get a chance to watch the show this is us I highly recommend you do so uh, but you know watching the show this past week with my wife was an episode and I don't want to spoil it for anybody but basically there's a scene where there's a fire in the family home and uh, Jack Pearson uh, played by Milo Ventimiglia um, he notices that there's this fire and he doesn't panic and I'm watching this scene gr with great intent because you know in Binding Warrior Martial Arts we're all about protecting the family we're all about protecting ourselves and I'm watching this character and he calmly and you know focused in a very focused fashion proceeds to save all the people in the house, one by one, and even goes back into the house to save the dog, okay, in a very selfless way. And what happens after that, uh, you should watch the episode, I don't want to ruin it for you all, but I'm watching this episode and I'm, I'm looking at this guy, and I grant that it's a fictional show, but it really echoed what was in my heart regarding servant leadership. Um, you know, in this scene, this is a guy um, who's a dad, and in the show, he's actually also a Vietnam War vet, so I'm sure that he had that warrior mindset, right, going into this situation, but he, totally did everything he could to save his family and to make sure that his family was not only safe at the end of it, but also happy. And when I was watching this scene, I was looking at this thinking, man, I, you know, as a husband, and as a father, I want to be able to do those things. I want to be able to do that. I want to have that sense of selflessness and that sense of courage to what Pamana Tuhan told me several years ago. Uh, you know, the idea that you have to be a leader in every aspect of your life, not just as a fighter, not just as a business owner, not just as a martial artist, but also especially as a family man. And being a husband and a father now, I've kind of come to realize how important it is to be a servant leader. And I'm not saying I am the best servant leader. I make a lot of mistakes. Just ask my wife. <laughs> She'll tell you all the things I forget to do around the house. Um, and, you know, my, and I, I have a lot of shortcomings as a husband and a father. 
Uh, but the truth is, is that, you know, it, it gives me a lot of motivation in this past week to become the best husband and father that I can be. Uh, you know, Pamana Tuhan's words again ringing in my ears, you know, being a, uh, not just a hero, but a leader in every aspect of your life. Uh, being an, a, a leader, a servant leader, a person who looks to serve uh, the greater good for those that they care about, those in their home, those in their community. Um, and I think that as men, and I'm speaking mainly to the guys out there, I know there might be some females listening to this, uh, but as a guy, I can only speak as a guy, uh, but for all the guys listening to this, all the men listening to this, um, that is what we are called to do. You know, we are called to be servant leaders. Now, when people hear that, especially a lot of guys, when they hear that, especially young guys, they hear the word servant. And they think, oh, you want me to be like a doormat. You know, you want me to be walked all over. And that's not what I'm saying. You know, you have to be willing to step up, to be courageous and lead. However, at the same time, you have to do so with humility. And you have to do so with a heart, with a heart of service, with a heart that desires the betterment of everybody around you. Not just the betterment of yourself or what you want, but the betterment of everyone around you. And again, I'm learning these lessons as I go along. I am learning these lessons, um, you know, being a new husband and a new father, um, as well as a martial artist and a business owner. Um, I'm learning all of these things. Um, and I believe that a servant leader at the core of it requires two main qualities. Okay. A servant leader requires two main qualities. Uh, one, it requires courage. As I said before, it is a very scary prospect knowing that you're responsible not just for your own actions but the actions and the behavior and the well-being of everyone around you that's a very weighty thing to carry okay but it requires that sense of courage to say listen i'm going to step up and i'm going to do this all right i'm going to step up i'm going to man up and i'm going to do what needs to be done to make sure that everybody that is around me that is under me uh is safer is provided for is protected all right um, now, the second quality I would say that a servant leader needs is humility. Again, and going back to what I said earlier about leaders who abuse their power, who simply go into positions of leadership just for the fame and the fortune and the attention and maybe the sense of control that they have over a group. Um, you know, I believe that humility is key when it comes to really understanding what it means to be a servant leader. Um, and in reality, if you look at all the effective servant leaders throughout history, and I'm not talking about in the, just in the last 100 years, I'm talking about, you know, if you go back into the ancient era, people who are known to be great, wise leaders, uh, they always had this sense of humility. They had this sense of this servant's heart. And, you know, the idea that they are not only in a position of power, but they're using that power with great humility and great responsibility. Okay. So. As we go into the weekend and as we kind of segue into the new work week starting Monday, I want us to kind of think about that. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that with our family. Let's talk about that with the guys we train with. And let's really sit down and think about what it means to be a servant leader. What can I do this week to become the best servant leader in my home, in my workplace, in my place of worship, um, in my martial arts school, in my gym, whatever, okay? What can I do? Maybe that means uh, it's taking some time after class to listen to a student that might have a problem. Uh, maybe that means reaching out to a student that is having a hard time with something. Um, and maybe they don't want to admit it, but maybe you just kindly let them know, hey man, listen, I'm not trying to pressure you, but listen, I, I'm here for you. And I want to help guide you if you'll let me. But if not, that's cool too. I mean, at least giving them that kind of invitation, right, to communicate. Um, it might mean uh, sticking around after class and, you know, putting gear away or helping clean up this, the place. Um, it may, might mean uh, volunteering to help somebody out um, after hours at work who might need help on a project or might need help on a deadline um, that m they might need the help and they just don't want to admit it. You know what I mean? 
Um, and one of my one of the images that comes to my mind when I when I talk about all this, uh, let, I believe m most of people listening to this, especially those of you who've served in the military, know about General Mattis, right? Uh, you know, General Mattis, our current uh, Secretary of Defense, um, also just known to be an all-around badass, uh, you know, in the military. And uh, I'm not going to go into all his exploits and stuff and all the things he said because this guy is awesome. Google him. Look him up on Facebook. Uh, so many awesome stories about this gentleman. Uh, but there was one story that I was told uh, by a Marine, a U.S. Marine friend of mine um, who told me that uh, I believe several years ago, uh, General Mattis, he was actually um, in the Middle East on deployment and he was actually basically on base and there was I believe as the story goes and I could be wrong uh, but from what I remember uh, there was a young marine who was supposed to go home for Christmas but he c wasn't allowed to leave his post so at the last minute they you know canceled his uh, his uh, ability to go back to the US go stateside to celebrate Christmas with his family and he had to stay on post and he was kind of upset about it and he didn't say anything he didn't complain to anybody uh, but General Mattis saw this gentleman he saw this young man and he said hey what are you still doing here and he basically said, yeah, there's a situation. I still got to stay on post. I can't see my family. And General Mattis said, you know what? I'll take care. Take, I'll take care of it. I'll step up. I'll take your post, young man. And he took it. And when I heard this, this really echoes what I'm talking about in terms of servant leadership. This is the general. This is the guy, man. This is the man. Okay. And yet he decides to humble himself. Again, that word humility humbles himself and is willing to take the place of a subordinate. And that, for me, really echoes what servant leadership is all about. So again, guys, let's talk about this. Uh, let's uh, comment on this. Send me a review. Shoot me an email at bionywarrior at gmail.com if you want to talk about this further. Uh, let's become better servant leaders in our communities, in our martial arts schools, in our schools, everywhere we are, guys. All right, guys, so enjoy the weekend. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, guys. I'll see you in episode 19. Take care. God bless. Remember to be the hero in your life.